Hey, this is Catherine Tabor, Padme Amadala on the Clone Wars, and you're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 42 for the week of August 10th, 2014. We hope everyone enjoyed last week's interview with the voice behind Sunny Eclipse. But this week we're going to talk about our favorite things to do in Walt Disney World at night. But first, let's check out a voicemail received on the Tiki Line. Hi guys, hey, uh, my name's Rob from California. I just listened to your latest uh, show, uh, Top 5 show from Epcot, great show. Um, you guys are doing a great job on the podcast. I need to go on iTunes and, and give you guys a comment. But uh, I really appreciate the show because uh, I can take notes and keep track of, of various attractions that you guys like because I have not been to Disney World since the late 1970s when I was a kid. My parents took us there. Uh, we stayed at the Polynesian once and the Contemporary Hotel another time, but uh, it was so much of what exists now that you guys know wasn't even there at the park. So we're going to go back with our family and little kids that are in the family now. And uh, I'm curious if you guys have thoughts on where where on property is the best place to stay or a good place to stay with little kids. And uh, uh, we're, we're looking forward to going hopefully next year in 2015 to spend a week uh, down there at Disney World and see all the things that are there that I never saw way back when. Um, so anyway, you guys are doing a great job. Your intro is fantastic because ever since I was a little kid, my favorite ride attraction is the Tiki Room. So uh, love that intro. Anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Hey, Rob. Thanks for the voicemail. We appreciate the call and we appreciate you listening. And, you know, it's a great thing, especially having somebody from California who's who's listening to our show. We really that means a lot to us. We, we, we really appreciate that. So it's, it's great that you're going to be heading back to Walt Disney World. It's such a great place to go as a family and or just by yourself or with just uh, your significant other. And you just make no matter who you're there with, you get such lasting memories. And, you know, that's that's the reason why we love that place. And you get so much joy out of it. It's just so much fun. You know, but to answer your question on where you should be staying with with kids, you know, that's it's really a tough call. It you know, because there's so many different choices and each kid's different. There's, um, you know, I'm sure the guys will agree with me, but the art of animation is just an, an awesome resort. You know, with kids, I mean, that's so much. If you have young kids, I mean, that's that's probably one of the best resorts to go to because you have the, the Lion King, you have the Little Mermaid, you have Cars, and you have, um, what's the, the last one? Finding Nemo. Nemo, yeah. Fine, thank you. Thank you. Sure. So, um, and and the whole thing is based on Finding Nemo. I can't believe I couldn't remember it, but um, the whole zero entry uh, pool by yeah. the Finding Nemo section is yeah. just it's such an awesome area. You know, it's got a little um, I forget what they call it, the little uh, the water play areas. You know, where the kids can run around and jump through water and and roll around or go into the pool, and they actually pipe in music into the pool underwater. It's such an 
It's such a colorful and it really is a beautiful resort. There's so much for the kids to see and do and enjoy. So that's like one of the best places to stay with kids. Yeah, I think that's a tough question to answer um, because, A, uh, you know, Rob, we we don't know how many kids you have. So that would that's going to be a big factor in where you stay, because if you've got two kids and it's just, you know, four of you, that's you can stay really anywhere. Uh, But if you've got three kids and now there's five of you, that limits somewhat depending on the ages of the kids and then also obviously how much money are you willing to spend if you're staying in a value resort i agree with sean i think art of animation is is going to be your best bet because if you've got four kids you can stay in the little mermaid rooms which are your standard hotel rooms Um, but if you've got more than two kids and there's there's more than four of you you have the option to stay in the suites uh, which are the other three themed areas. Uh, so that's probably, it's the newest one. Uh, it's it's really, really nice. I've, I haven't stayed, but I've, I've been over there, and it's it's an extremely nice resort. Um, I think if you're staying at a moderate level, if that's kind of the route you're going, uh, that's, it's a little harder. Uh, I mean, I think maybe one of the Port Orleans resorts would be the best option because I think the theming would, would be the best for the kids uh, at, at like say French Quarter with you know all that kind of Mardi Gras colorful stuff going on. Right and renting the I think they're Surrey bikes renting yeah. those Surrey bikes and yeah. riding around and that's you, a lot of fun too. You can take the boat that. to downtown which is a nice way to get to downtown Disney uh, slash Disney Springs um, and then if you're obviously if you're staying deluxe or DVC I mean really any of those are going to be fantastic places to stay. Some of them will be more suited to the kids than others. I mean, I think none of them are really focusing on the kids, I don't think. But I think one that if I were a kid, I would have wanted to have stayed at the boardwalk just because they do have a lot of entertainment on the boardwalk at night. There's like jugglers and and like mines and stuff. And and I think kids get a kick out of that. So that'd be those would be my choices, depending on the, the level of resort you're staying at. Don't forget, you also have the other option where right across the the way is the um, the Beach and Yacht Club, and you have Stormalong Bay, and that's a great pool. There's a yeah. water slide there, the sandy bottom pool. I mean, that's just you know you that's probably one of the resorts where you're paying a little bit extra for, and adding that pool in is is like a miniature water park. So granted, there's no tubes or anything like that, but it's such a great pool and, you know, see the within walking distance to Epcot and the studios. And it's another great option. And kids love it there as well. And you can play volleyball and it's a fun resort, too. I agree with all those. Choices are excellent pretty much anywhere that you stay. I had Art of Animation as well as a choice if you just want the value, quote-unquote, with a family suite or a, like a moderate. I would actually say Port Orleans as well, but on the Riverside, they have, you know, Yeehaw Bob there, which is an awesome show, family-friendly. It's really uh, interactive. They do carriage rides there. If you want to spend some extra money, I would choose the Animal Kingdom Lodge. They have tons of activities. Activities. There's like a night vision tour. There's um, like restaurant tours. They do, you know, um, lots of educational um, as well as fun for the, the kids. Um, so, I mean, anywhere really um, you can't go wrong. So it's basically just like they said, ages of the kids and just what you all are into as a family. Plus the budget, as everyone knows, you know, that's important. Yeah, I'm ashamed of myself for not mentioning Animal Kingdom Lodge. Great, great place to stay. So. <laughs> One of my favorite places to stay, get a Savannah view with the animals. The kids love that. And um, they really do have a lot of, I, I, I mean, I think they have more uh, children's activities there than the other resorts. Um, mm-hmm. And plus they have the activities with actual, you know, citizens, I guess, or, or, or uh, 
people from African countries are there. So not only can your kids, you know, get to do something fun and, and, and that they can enjoy, but they also get to experience someone else's culture from that person. You know, it's not it's not someone just saying, oh, this is how culture is over there. They're saying this is what my culture is like. So it's a good opportunity for kids to do that and, and still have fun and you're not going to be bored by it. So, right. Yeah. And then the other thing is, like, if you if you if they're really young kids, another option to be is and you're just spending more time at the Magic Kingdom is to go to the, the Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge has got a great pool. It's got boat access to the Magic Kingdom. You can rent bikes. You can go fishing. You can um, head over to Fort Wilderness and you can partake in the activities that they have there. They have you can make s'mores with uh, I believe it's Chip and Dale. You can also ride ponies and you can take a carriage ride. There's so much to do at Fort Wilderness and the Wilderness Lodge is another great option. Yeah, I was going to say Fort Wilderness too. Um, the yep. if you uh, if you do have a family of five, a decent option might be the cabins over there because they yeah. sleep. Yeah, more that people. is good. So and yeah. it's a little bit it's cheaper it's a little bit cheaper than well it's a lot cheaper than a deluxe um, and I think it's it's in line with a moderate uh, Sean you can probably say if it's a little bit more or a little bit less I can't recall uh, yeah it's, it's a little bit more than moderate pricing but um, but you, you get know, that you get the extra space too so you do get extra space and you get yeah you get to add more people in the room and you know and you're staying at Fort Wilderness and Fort Wilderness is great especially if you go during Christmas time because you can take what I love about Fort Wilderness is renting the, the golf carts and taking a golf cart and just riding around and looking at all of the people's campsites yeah. people people who camp there you know they'll go for there for like a month or two months at a time especially during christmas time they decorate you know there's christmas lights out there you know everybody tries to outdo the other one and it's a lot of fun it is so we hope that uh you know we hope we gave you a couple of options there rob and, and hopefully you take advantage of our suggestions and, and that they work out for you don't forget to give us a call on the tiki line when you're down there and let us know how that vacation's going that's two five six for my tiki two Two five six four six nine eight four five four. Call us and let us know how that went, and, and hopefully uh, our suggestions worked out for you. So, guys, this week we're going to talk about our favorite things to do at night in Walt Disney World. Personally, for me, my favorite time is being in the parks at night because there's nothing better than you know it's a little bit cooler out. You get the extra atmosphere with the the lighting from Main Street being lit up, and the the back areas like Adventureland, the beautiful colors of Tomorrowland. You know, it's just so much fun. So we figured doing an episode on our favorite things to do at night would be a great idea. Yeah, that's awesome. That's also uh, that's one of our um, favorite times. It's a little more relaxed if you do hang back and, and let the like, stampede of people walk out. It's nice to just like stay around and take your time and wander. Well, some of, of my favorite things, I'll just I'll choose one for now, but we always like to stay like at the back of the parks at night after the uh, posted hours because the, the staff will just, you know, allow you to walk around for for like some time after the, uh, the park is closed of course that you can't like take it all in and see the you know signs and the lighting and the details you tend to get some really um awesome pictures and stuff too when you do that when there's no um people around and the staff will uh, let you stay and stuff and walk around for some time i mean like stay there hours and hours but it's just a nice way to end your day kind of on a slower pace and just uh like take it all in and enjoy the evening environments around uh, the parks. Speaking of sitting back and waiting for the, the park to close, one of my favorite things to actually do is see the Kiska Night on the castle. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, it, you know, it's just shortly after park closes that they do that and you know, it's it's just nice to actually sit somewhere. Uh, we just sit like down by like uh, I guess like 
the little sitting area down by the, the ice cream shop down there. And we would just sit there and we'd watch, you know, the, the little castle, the little castle show and, and listen to the music and just sit back and enjoy and take that time to relax and, and soak up, you know, the entire atmosphere. And, you know, sometimes you'll see cast members blow a kiss to the castle when that happens. And I enjoy that. It's, you know, it's just that it's just a little touch that not everybody sees or even knows that's happening, even though it's, you know, right smack in front of you on the castle. Well, actually, it's behind you for the most part, but I enjoy that. I've never actually seen it. I've seen it on um, on videos and stuff, but I've never I've never stayed that late in the park uh, to to really notice it. Um, I'm not necessarily one of the hordes that is rushing towards the door, um, you know, at park closing. But I'm not one of those that's uh, making attempts to be the last one out of the park either. And and there's a lot of times there's a reason for that that I'm was going to go into a little later with one of my favorite things to do at night. But I'd, I'd like to see it. But I thought they played it pretty late. I thought they I thought it was like literally the the nice way of saying, yo, you got to go. We got work to do. Yeah, I, I don't remember if it's a half hour or if it's an hour after. But, um, you know, it's not it doesn't happen. I don't I'm not there all the time when that happens. It's usually maybe once a trip. But I see it pretty much at that point is when I head out of the park, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's really cool on video. Yeah, I think it's like a half an hour. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm, maybe I'm mistaken. I was I guess I just every video I've ever seen of it is always like you know the person and literally no one between you know on camera, and that's just you know, <laughs> that usually doesn't happen until you know a pretty good chunk of time after the park closes, but. Like I said, I've never seen it, so I, I really have no you know, no way of knowing for sure what time it what time it's at. So for me, one of my favorite things to do, and this is an easy one, but you know, just as far as an attraction, I like to do at night. I really enjoy Dumbo at night, especially you know now that they've moved it over there. It's the circus clears out, and there's something about Dumbo at night. The the way it lights up and the way the lights reflect off the water, um, mm-hmm. you catch it during wishes, and you just kind of. A lot of times the cast members, if you want to ride again, just go. Yeah, cool. We'll let yeah. you stay on, and as long as as long as the line is, as long as they can fill in anyone who's in the queue and get them an elephant, they don't care if you stay. Right. So, you know, riding a couple times and and trying to get some pictures of the fireworks from the sky with you know with Dumbo is that's one of my favorite things to do at night. Yeah, the whole circus area is one of my favorite areas to be in at night. Yeah, absolutely. Even though even though it's it's a small area, but. The lighting on it is perfect, and like you were saying, like dump the, the the lighting on Dumbo is fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love it. It's I just I could sit there, you know, for an hour and just soak it in and, and enjoy it. It's so much fun. Another um, attraction that is cool at night too is the uh, Astro Orbiter. If you hit that during the wishes too, it's really um, cool. It, it spins a little faster than, than Dumbo does, but it's still um, a cool uh, vantage point to see the park at night in. Yeah, Astro Orbiter for me is a no-go. That's probably, to be honest with you, that's probably my least favorite attraction in all of Walt Disney World. Um, Just um, because it's a spinner? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the last time I was on it was probably... You know, close to 10 years ago and it just did not sit well for me <laughs> i don't do too well on spinners like that like even like even now like dumbo and and aladdin start almost start getting to me oh, wow. that makes sense yeah. i've never been on well i won't say never i'm sure i have as a child but i have not been on astro orbiter as as an adult um I, like i said uh i generally avoid the the spinners not they don't make me sick i just they're just not attractions i want to ride but i do make an exception for 
Dumbo at night. You know, speaking of, uh, you know, Astro Orbiters, you know, saying in, in Tomorrowland, probably my most favorite thing to do at night is riding the TTA. I love that, especially, at, you know, at the end of the day, your legs are tired and you just want to sit there and just soak up the whole atmosphere of Tomorrowland. Because I love being in Tomorrowland, you know, just um, I love listening to the music in Tomorrowland. So much fun. Yeah. And the lighting is perfect. And, you know, you get to see you get to come around and, and see the castle all lit up, especially if like Wishes is going on. That's another great spot to be. Yeah. You don't get to see you, you get to see most of Wishes. But, um, you know, but when it comes around that corner and you see Wishes going on with the castle, that's such a beautiful spot. I wish I could just sit there and watch Wishes, you know, from the TTA, because that'd be, like, the best vantage point to watch it. Tomorrowland is great at night. It's, mm-hmm. to me, Tomorrowland takes on, Tomorrowland's probably the, the one land in all of Walt Disney World, you know, all parks combined, everywhere combined, that the, the difference between day and night is so drastic. Honestly, yeah. during the day, I mean, Tomorrowland, still, the attractions are great, so it's not like it's not a fun place to be, but it's it's all the, well, it's not anymore, but I'm not getting into that, but it's all the same color. <laughs> it's all that drab gray, right? and it's extremely just kind of blah, you know, but when you get it at night and all those neon colors light up, and I mean, it really takes on its own little persona and a completely different persona at night, and it's, it's really, really nice at night. Yeah. It's, a, it's like an entirely different land. Yeah, it really is. It really is. The TTA is always like a midday break for us. I don't uh, think I've ever ridden it at night. It's always like a break for us during the day. Go and sit down for uh, a bit and relax and see all the sights. Give it a shot. You'll you'll really enjoy it. Oh yeah, I yeah, do both. Cool it, sure. it is a it's a great midday break, like you said, out of the heat. But uh, I think my favorite part about riding it is night. Uh, riding it at night is that. Uh, you don't have to when you go inside Space Mountain, and then when you come out, you're, you, there's always that like ten, fifteen seconds where you right. can't see anything. Right. And it, that doesn't happen at night, so it's nope. it's kind of nice to to just sit back, relax, and, and like Sean said, it's a really good way to kind of wind down. I think an obvious one, easily the uh, like fireworks shows. I don't care which uh, park it is, if it's Wishes, or Illuminations, uh, Fantasmic. You can't beat a Disney fireworks show. The like, time and effort and detail that they put into them just like, caps off your night. Yeah, it's an obvious choice, but it's one that's important, too. Yeah, I mean, the night shows are they're the showstoppers. I mean, they're... They're great. All of them are for all of them are great in their own way, and they're all they're all different. And everyone has favorites, and you know, like you said, it doesn't matter. You know that that that's not the debate for tonight. But just going and seeing whatever your favorite nighttime show is 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 a great thing to do at night. Obviously, it's a great way to finish it up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it's always you know it's always something to look forward to. You know, leading up to your trips because it does cap off your night in the park. And it's the perfect way to, to end your night, you know, seeing those fireworks. And it gives you something to look forward to the next day or your next trip. I think a big one for me I like to do at night is uh, is downtown Disney Disney Springs. Um, if you can get there, because right now parking is such a pain, but you got to yeah. find your way over there. But uh, it's it's a nice place. I mean, it gets busy at night because it's the only thing that's open late, but it doesn't bother me too much because we just go over there and we... We wandered in and out of the stores, and it's a good time to go get a Sunday from Ghirardelli, and, and that's a place we like to spend a little bit of time with at night. Yeah, that used to be always a place that we'd go to after, like, Epcot closed, 
or just before Epcot closed, and we'd go and spend the you know the evening before we had kids at Downtown Disney, and going into the shops, and you know maybe going into one of the restaurants and having a drink or something to eat, and just it's granted the the place is really busy, but it's it is a fun way to end your evening outside of the parks because there really is a lot to do whether you want to shop or you want to eat or you just want to stroll around or, or even people watch i mean that's another great thing to do yeah. is just people watch and you know so that that is it's a lot of fun and it doesn't mean your your evening ends at nine o'clock if you're a person who wants to stay out late you can stay out until you know i guess like one o'clock and a lot of the things are open later so it's almost always something going on Oh yeah, especially always. right around like Raglan Road area, you got you yep. know the the crowds spill out into the streets, and there's usually some live performers. Uh, I don't know if yep. they're there every night. I think they are, but they're definitely there on like you know Fridays and Saturday nights, of course. But uh, there's always something to kind of you know take your time and, and listen to these guys, the the performers, the musicians, and stuff. That's true. I mean, even though it's busy, it's so spread out. You don't really feel as if there's lots of people on top of you, though. I mean, there's like you said. There's just so much there now with Flitzville and restaurants and shopping and circus there. And it's just, it's fun to just, well, some bar hop if you want. It's a fun place to just kind of walk around and stroll. Yeah, when it comes to nighttime, I'm all about the atmosphere and all about the lighting. Mm. You know, that's just, because when you're, where you live, you know, where most people live, you might have street lights or something like that. And, but when you're down in Disney, or you don't have any street lights, you just have house lights. I mean, when you, but when you're down there, all the buildings are all lit up. There's, you know, um, Christmas type lights, lights up around, and trees, and the, the lights are the trees and the the lights the lights in the trees are blinking, and you know, it's just a beautiful atmosphere and there's just so much to take in when you're doing that and the other thing that i love to do at night is walking around world showcase you know for the same very reasons it's so dimly lit and you grab yourself a drink and it's for me like world showcase at night is like the perfect place to go with people you just want to chat with mm-hmm. you know you could just walk around and have a great conversation it doesn't have to be disney it could be anything but it's just say the atmosphere there at nighttime is just one of, of fun and, and, and enjoyment because for that small moment, you can literally feel like you are in Italy or you are in Germany and you're having a German beer and you can feel like you're in Germany or you go down to France and you're like – for that second, you can be like, I am um, – you know, I'm in, I'm in Paris and I'm looking at the Eiffel Tower. You know, so it's so much fun. There's so much to see and do, and and you can literally just feel like you're not in Epcot anymore. Yeah, um, that's one of the few places that you don't feel as if you're really like inside of a Disney park. It's not uh, or a theme park for that matter. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> that's until the Frozen invasion. But but um, stop it. <laughs> sorry, just <laughs> can't help it. Um, but it's true. I mean, you know, actually, like, feels if you're just, like, strolling down, you know, an Italian street at night. You can, you know, get yourself a drink and walk around and, and chat and stuff and enjoy, you know, the company of, of other people without like, being in attraction-filled, you know, like theme park atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, everyone who listens to the show knows my love of World Showcase, so... Uh, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. I will wander World Showcase and be happy about it all the time. So, but you're right. At night, it is awfully nice and quiet. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to walk and get your kids to fall asleep in the stroller. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea on that, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> or uh, if you drink enough, I'll fall asleep in somebody else's stroller. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why Keith's not allowed back in Epcot. So yeah. 
<laughs> well, that and, you know, and Frozen. But I think one thing that is overlooked, um, too, is the resorts. I mean, pretty much every resort has activities at night. We touched on a few of them earlier, but most of them will show, um, like, films on inflatable screens, and uh, they, they have tours and stuff and fires for all the s'mores and it's always nice to just to walk past at the resorts even if you're not um like staying there and still get a bus or a boat and travel to these resorts and check them out but definitely don't just go back and head uh, straight to bed like check out the resorts at night it's really cool yeah, especially my favorite resort to go around at night is uh, is the boardwalk. I mentioned that earlier when we were answering Rob's question. Um, I love the nighttime entertainment that comes out on the boardwalk, especially Max. Uh, Max, is uh, he wears the black and white striped pants and, and the little bowler hat looking thing, and he does like a juggling act, and, and he's... He's great. I actually got to help him on our on my, one of my, not my last trip, but the one before it. We were walking, and we stopped to watch him, and he needed a volunteer, and he came right up to me and pulled me up there with him, and that was a lot of fun to kind of be a be a part of that. But he has a really good act anyway. I, I was I was enjoying watching him even before I got picked to be a part of it. So, and he's not the only one. There's several uh, there's several performers that that hang out at night on the boardwalk area that are a lot of fun to watch and very family friendly. So it's good for the kids. So that's a great place to go. It's not the only one. That's just one of my favorites. Yeah. The boardwalk is great at night. You know, even just a nice thing to do besides the entertainment there is just to, to sit there and people watch or even catch, you know, part of illuminations, go grab yourself a drink and just go sit on the boardwalk and watch illuminations. It's a, it's a nice spot to take in, the entire Epcot atmosphere without actually having to be in an Epcot, Epcot itself. Um, and I'm all about being in the, the resorts at night, and especially I'm a big Wilderness Lodge person, and I love walking around the Wilderness Lodge yeah, inside nice. and out. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. You know, because, you know, it, a simple thing for me at night is 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 taking the boat back from the, Wilderness, from the Magic Kingdom to the Wilderness Lodge. It's such a relaxing ride back, and and looking at the lighting from, you know, the Magic Kingdom to the darkness, and then you get to the contemporary, and that's all lit up, and you start making your first turn, and it's just complete darkness, and so you get right up to the, closer to the lodge, and there's a few lights on here and there, and it, just being on that boat with the music playing, and the kids all quiet because they've had a, a rough day, it's relaxing, and it's so enjoyable, and then you hop out of the boat, and you take the pass, and you look at the lodge at night it's just so beautiful and it's just so um out of this disney world experience where you know you don't i don't get that where i live i mean granted i can go see the the new york city skyline but this is so quiet and quaint i i just love it i just take it in and soak it all up yeah that boat ride's pretty pretty uh pretty awesome Mm-hmm. It's a great. It's great all the time. But you're right. At night, everybody else is, you know, beelining towards the monorail station and that eight-hour-long line, or people right. are cattling themselves onto the the ferry boat to get across the the lake. And you know, there's tons of people there. Uh, or you can get in the fairly short line that takes one of the launches to one of the resorts there. And that's a really. I mean, there's still there's still lines, but it's not like the buses or the the monorail or the ferry. So it's a it's a great little boat ride nice way to relax and kind of wind down before you get to back to your room yeah and i love it like if i'm there at the right time which has happened on many occasions where the um 
I know I've talked about it before, but the, the water pageant that goes by. Yeah. I, uh, it's, I love when that happens. It's just, it's an added magical bonus to your day. Absolutely. Well, I think my last one, and, and this one is, when I say it, it's going to sound obvious and sound like I'm, you know, kind of taking an easy route out, but uh, I'll explain it and kind of say why it's my favorite thing to do at night. But my wife and I, our favorite thing to do at night at Walt Disney World is dinner. And by that, I mean like a late dinner. Um, we enjoy going, especially if it's one of the nicer restaurants, one of the, the signature dining places like Gico or Narcusi's or uh, you know, any of those quote unquote two credit dining meals. Uh, we always like to get a late reservation there, like 8.30, 9 o'clock, because by that time, either people are in the park ready for Fantasmic or Illuminations or whatever, or they're heading back to the room because, you know, their kids are, it's time for bed. So usually you can get in these restaurants, it's quieter, uh, it's a little bit more, for those signature restaurants, it's a little bit more romantic, it's a nice opportunity for my wife and I to kind of have it's one of your rare opportunities to have just the two of you uh, when you're at Disney World because you don't get alone time at Disney World very often. Right. <laughs> so it's a nice time to kind of be, it's an, it's usually quiet. It's like I said, it's a little bit more romantic in those restaurants. Uh, and another bonus for the late ones is that you get better service, in my opinion. You, you don't have that server who's trying to do 15 tables in their section and they're all full and little Billy's crying and little Susie spilled her, you know, drink and your server can't pay as much attention to you because he or she's got a thousand other things to do. Uh, you know, we went in Gico late on a, on a trip and I think we had nine o'clock reservations and it was, we were, I think the only table in that woman's section and she was hands down the best server I've ever had <laughs> at a restaurant. I mean, she was amazing. She was attentive and, uh, you know, was helping us select wines because neither of us are big wine drinkers, but we were staying in Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we knew we didn't have to worry about getting back to our room aside from, you know, stumbling down the hallway. <laughs> but we, were, we were, you know, we were trying to sample some wines and stuff and she was really great. I, to this day, I wish I could remember her name. I don't now, but at the time I did call the manager over and, and just heap far too much praise upon her. She probably thought I was like her son or something because I just... <laughs> going on and on about her but that's just you know that was one example of a late night dinner is especially if you don't have kids or if your kids are going to be uh you know in in room uh babysitting or whatever that you can do get a late reservation if you're trying to do something with just your spouse or your significant other and that's the best thing to do as far as i'm concerned that's true i mean food is always a big part of our trips anyway but it's nice to find a quiet space really anywhere we did um artist point it's at the wilderness lodge with our our trip in february and we did the, the same thing we got i think it was like a 7 30 reservation and we just i took our time and like food was outstanding we talked and chatted and we could actually hear each other and then afterwards, we took the boat back over um, at the Magic Kingdom and walked around. And, and um, just like Sean said, boat ride back over there is just fantastic. I mean, um, did you see the like fires at Fort Wilderness, like lit and roaring, and then contemporaries right there. But that's an excellent tip. Anyone who is, you know, like trying to have a quiet, romantic evening with their significant other. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I can't say I'm a, a late diner, but... Um... You know, now with kids, it's you know it's a lot harder. But we never really were. You know, usually we'd like to eat dinner around 
six just because we like to spend the rest of the evening in the parks because we because I love the parks at night. That's my favorite thing to do. You know, if I stayed in my if I stayed outside the park all day, I'd have to be there at night. I just mm-hmm. you know that's I just love being no matter what park it is except except for Animal Kingdom. I've never been in there at night, but I'm just all about the whole nighttime atmosphere in the parks. Yeah, I mean, we don't do it every night. We don't have a late dinner every night. But when when we're having the when we're set to have a nice dinner and not you know you know Grand Floridian Cafe or whatever, you know, we're we're looking at flying fish or like I said, those signature meals. Those are the ones we pick for a late night. And we do miss out on being in the park that night, but we make up for it on other nights. So we're still in the parks late. We just we like to have that kind of change of pace just to to get away from. It's, hard, it's very hard to get away from screaming kids at Walt Disney World, but the right. easiest way to do it is a 9 o'clock dinner reservation because there are right. not many screaming kids because right. they're right. either in the room in bed or their face is in the mashed potatoes at the table and they're asleep. <laughs> so you can avoid. So, you know, that's that's just something we like to do. We Not that the kids, I mean, we go to Disney, we kids are fine. We don't have a problem with them. But, you know, when you want to have a nice dinner, nobody wants a screaming kid next to them when you're trying to have a nice dinner. So Yeah, no, so getting away from the parks and, and, and the rides and attractions for my last thing here, you know, as much as I want to say how much I enjoy going on, like, uh, Big Thunder Mountain at night or Splash Mountain, to wind down the evening, you know, the one thing I really do love that Keith absolutely hates is going for a, a late night swim, which is becoming harder and harder these days with the, the pools closing earlier. I do enjoy doing that because... It's just a great way to, to relax and and recharge for the next day, whether you go into the hot tub or just go for a nice little swim and, and cool yourself off after a hot day in the parks. You know, I love doing that and then ending it, you know, back in the room and maybe sitting out on the balcony and having a drink or um, just doing nothing and just sitting there listening to the, the silence or the whatever ambiance is going on. It's not as if I am anti-pool for everybody. It's just that I'm anti-pool for me because I'm not sure if it was the scene in Caddyshack or just my like fear of like germs in general. My public pools are not really uh, for me. However, I do understand how like people do enjoy it, and I'm sure at night it's it's nice to cool off and dream that you know what's her name from uh, vacation. Uh, right. Um, Cindy Crawford. We, no, wasn't it a. Uh, Oh, Lockley, are you talking about it? the Ferrari driver? Heather Locklear, yeah. yeah, right? Heather, no, it was not Heather Locklear. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Christy Brinkley? Christy, Christy Brinkley. Brinkley, there you go. Yeah. There it was. Yeah. I wasn't oh. listening at first, sorry. My, <laughs> I had to catch up to you. That <laughs> just ruined my joke because I lost it. But, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like imagining that she's, you know, in the pool, like beckoning you down. Yeah. It's just not for me. This is a family show, Keith. Let's stop. <laughs> I said back in there, right? It wasn't like, yeah. I'm not Moving a big on, person, but not because of the germs. I just, I'm a pasty white Irish heritage fan who burns like toast in the sun. So I generally. So do I. I just I deal with it. don't like, to, well, that's fine. That's your choice. I deal with it by not generally going into the pools when I'm there. It's it, I, Just so you know that the sun's not out at night and you're not going to get burned. Well, I'm talking about pools in general, but. And if I'm at, if I'm at, I'm not really at the resort at night except to sleep. I'm either in a park or I'm out having dinner. So swimming at night is not something that I'm going to generally do. Anybody else have any other nighttime favorite? Well, since it's a family show, no, I'm good. Ah, <laughs> uh, somebody had to do it. Of course, it was you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. On that 
terrible note. And <laughs> be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us over on Facebook. Uh, check out our store at redbubble.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1-M-A-N, Disney Dream, and MouseWorldVacations.com. And although I can sense my followers are plummeting right now, um, <laughs> you can find me um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at um, Dole Whip Daily and online at DoleWhipDaily.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number 8 and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Are we going to have like a Star Wars like sing along here? Or? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know why that popped in my head. Keith, you should not have come back. <laughs>